Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters from all over the world. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. To support the podcast and follow our journey, you can find us on songwritertrysts.com. Welcome to A Songwriter Trysts with Morgan Matthews. Thanks for joining me. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm looking forward to hearing your journey. i like to start by getting you to share a little bit about who you are and where you come from. Yeah, my name's Morgan. I'm from Texas. I kind of just fell into music. You know, all of my family, they play music too. I grew up in church and we all, they would take me to church and I would listen to everyone play. I always just liked music and liked listening to it. And then I started playing the guitar early off and it just one thing leads to another. And then I started writing songs and and then I liked how everything came together. I started recording at a younger age and then I wasn't really good, but you know, the more you try, the better you get. And yeah. that's one thing led to another. And you just fall in love with it and you get better at it. That's awesome. I can relate to studying the church. My parents were pastors and if you've got pastors as parents, like you kind of always enrolled to be a part of the worship team in some way or, you know. Or, or you're always around music. You're always around music because there's always worship as a part of the service. <laughs> and so it's, it's a massive part of it. Was that the major part of music or your, your siblings and family? Was there other music influence in, in your life growing up? That was like the, um, that's where I probably heard the most music was yeah. going into church because they were in the band and I would go, they had to practice all the time. They still do yeah. play in the church. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And then well, I, we, I always listened to music and I always loved music. And then I always wanted to play other kinds, but none of the projects I was in was ever successful. They never did anything. So what you said you started writing and recording young. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Probably middle school or something like that. Me and a friend, you know, with guitars, we would write in our notebooks and we'd play. And then I would, I got like a, a cassette, a tape recorder, and yeah. I would learn how to record us, and none of it sounded that good. But it was kind of cool to hear your own stuff back. Yeah. And then To enjoy the recording process. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I think I remember having one of those like toy cassette players with a little microphone on the side. Do you, do you ever have see those? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I know those. Yeah, I used to use those to record. It was, obviously, the audio is terrible. But yeah, I think it was the, the process of recording oneself and then hearing it back was just magical as a kid. Yeah, those are fun. Pretend, pretending like you're on the radio or something. <laughs> yeah, you can only rewind and fast forward or stop and play, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show me love, treat it like we freaking on a weekend Show me love, I eat up the seconds, times and reasons for your love This is not the season for nobody else but us I always get wrapped up in you, baby, I'm in love We gon' get this love, like we never done it Baby, I'm in love, go ahead, show me love, like we never done it 
But you still let me apply it Like I made you put your ties in Show me love with, with the record, you said you did recording at a young age, but that wasn't successful. Is that what you're talking about with your friend, or did something yeah, else happen? Yeah, uh, maybe it was successful to us because we were the only ones that had a song on a tape or something. Yeah, okay. But none of it did anything. So what was your progression from there? Like, when you left high school, you continued to do music. A lot of people stop doing music after high school because, you know, it's not considered a real job. I don't know if that's the same for you, but I know in uh, my life I yeah. was going to be a doctor, so music didn't have any space, you know. How did I that change for you? I played in like a couple of garage bands and then I played for a church. but And then I played with my grandfather's church. And mm. none of these are massive projects. This wasn't a huge, it wasn't a huge mega church. It wasn't... Uh, big bands or anything I played yeah. for a couple singer songwriters and then I always thought in my head I you know driving in a car or something I can make this music because if you're in a band I was thinking everybody has to agree on the song and in my head I would think if we just do the song this way it could be you know it could be more successful so I was you know just thinking why don't I just try to make all of this music myself so that's when I <laughs> started trying to actually do that and I for some reason some people must have just believed that they were good because people started to buy the tracks that I was making and the price started out small then it went up and up and that was that took a a while to do that but yeah I was making I started seeing progress in that more than anything else I'd ever done, more than the bands, more than the churches. So I stuck with that, and I just kept going, and I'm still doing that today. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're producing all your own stuff. Um, what 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 was the first step in like like going into that? So you started doing your own thing, and then sharing it, and people were buying it, and it worked. Was there a moment where you were like, "Oh my gosh, this is it. This is me. This is what I want to do." No, just like. I made I made stuff and even some in my mind I thought this this could be on the ra- on the radio if just the right person sang on it and I know I I'm not dumb I knew like if so and so just sang on this it will be on the radio other people are like this is cheesy this is never gonna go anywhere this is like only three chords you know this is cheesy <laughs> I'm just thinking no these people are dumb because this is gonna be a radio hit. And I would know, anybody knows, because that, that's what a lot of them are. They're like that. And it's hard to make something like that. It's very hard. They don't realize how hard it is. Those people in the rock bands or whatever kinds of bands we were in, they were trying to do all this intricate, hard stuff that was detailed. And I was like, no, this is what we have to do. But I don't know where those guys are anymore. Yeah. I, I really like your attitude because I'm, I'm a three-cause and the truth person. And I do, I think it is really hard to make a song sound interesting with three chords or even just four chords, but 
there's so many different possibilities of what you can do with it. I think the, the amazing thing is to write a song with three chords but make it sound like it's not, you know? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a challenge. I like a challenge. I think making things simple so that it's relatable to everyone and, and easy for people to maybe pick up and play if they don't know much guitar or something like that. I think that's really rewarding because music is about connecting us and bringing us together. And if you make it so complex that no one can understand it and no one can perform it or play it, it's kind of isolating. It'll connect a few different group of people, but obviously not everyone's going to be able to do it. So I it makes know. it harder. And I, mm. I feel like it's the lyric too. Mm. It, it's the lyric that the people are connecting to. Yeah, more that's what Pat Patterson says, isn't it? Yeah, the lyrics the, mean something music doesn't. Yeah, more than the uh, music. It's the, some people say it's the music that they like, but I feel like they're connecting to the lyric. The music feels... Th- oh, he says the music feels and the lyrics mean. So that it's, it's the meaning connecting with the feeling and like that magical connection between the two. How do you go about that? What do you like to put into your lyrics and what do you think about when you're writing lyrics? I, I used to try to write lyrics a lot, but I, there's other people that that's all that they do. And I realized, okay, this person writes lyrics and they're good at it and I just let them do that. Okay, so you so, stick to the melody side of things? I, I just try to make music, like the instruments, and then there's yeah. people that sit there and write the lyrics. I might give a suggestion and everybody shoots mine down, like probably 100%, because they're not good. <laughs> yeah, but they can still inspire and then we can get better. That's what I'm doing. I notice, like I've been doing this for almost well, a year and a half, I guess, and I've definitely noticed looking at my old songs that I used to release and the, the songs that I'm releasing now, the difference in my songwriting is massive. I believe now that you can actually improve your songwriting just by trying. Do, have you noticed a, de- a difference in, from, you know, I guess when you were writing when you were a kid versus now? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've learned uh, is lyrics or music. All of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. there's, there's way more things that I've even learned as, just as a person in all of music that I'm trying to do now that I never thought I would be doing. I never thought people would ask me to help manage them. So, yeah. I, or I'm learning now that to help, I'm trying to move songs around and get them to the right artist. I never thought I would be doing that. I always thought I would just be making tracks and then that was just going to be what I did. But now other people send me songs and I'm trying to get those songs into the right hands. So I never yeah. thought that's what I would do. But uh, maybe some people don't have a network to where they could get it to someone and they need somebody to help move it or, or connect it to the right person. And I'm trying to do that more yeah. than make music, it seems like, these days. But, <laughs> but I do that's an make important part of the industry, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because there's somebody out there just sitting there dedicating themselves to the music, which I did that for a long, long time. And then there was the person that helped connect me to the artist and got the music in their hands. Yep. So what would you say has been your your best experience as a songwriter and a producer in, in, in this industry? What's the one moment that you go back to it at each moment and just go, I can't believe that happened and I'm just stoked and want to keep doing it that's a good question i don't know it's 
it's all fun. It's all always growing and not knowing what's going to happen next. That's a that's a big part of it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because you you never expect to reach this one thing that just happens, and then you never expect after that happens you're like, dang, what else can I do now? Because I I never thought this would happen. But then something else does happen, and then it's like I've got to climb another mountain or do something else. That's yeah. That's really what's cool. That I I yeah. like to do those things. I am um, I enjoy getting out of my comfort zone as much as I don't. I do as well. Do you know what I mean? Right. And someone said that uh, the comfort zone is where your dreams go to die. And I'm really glad they said that to me because then I've, I've been in some really awkward, out of comfort zone situations recently. And it's like, do you know what? I can do this. This is a part of the, the life that I chose, that we choose doing music is not knowing what's coming next and being uncomfortable. But we're constantly growing and, and challenging ourselves through that. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. How how have you gone with COVID and, and adjusting to the new the new world of music in this this day and age? What's been I never really was in the room with anybody. And the only time I did was was with Aaron Carter. I went to his house. That was I guess that was just recently. I you know I just became friends with him and went over to his house. And that's during COVID, I guess, because now is COVID time still. You know. Yeah. All these other things have been through email or phone or knowing somebody. But yeah. with that one, because I we developed a relationship, it was like, I'm I'm just going to go over to his house and see what that's like. I had never yeah. really done that. But that's a way different experience being in the room with somebody. It is. I what, with, with co-writing, what's your standard thing because like I I really like co-writing in the in the room with someone there's just a different energy I find and obviously that's changed and I have adapted to co-writing online with people but and like top lining kind of more process with online going backwards and forwards but what's what's your ideal co-writing scenario well I'm glad um that when I did go over there I didn't just go by myself I had someone that was a lyricist and a singer mm-hmm. to go with me because if if that weren't if you weren't there then I would just be sitting there because I was there and I presented some tracks just instruments and then yep. the other writer he's in another state and he yep. wasn't there so if it was just going to be me I would be just me playing tracks and then trying to record him but I wouldn't be able to be the person to be like sing like this do this or why don't we try this word I think yeah. you need to have more people around with you. Yeah. You know, I think that's for, really good advice. Yeah, unless you're and, like best friends with the person and you guys just get along perfectly. Yeah. But I mean, everyone's got their own strengths, right? And I don't know, more hands make lighter work, all that and, jazz. And then everybody needs to be able to get along well because we all got along well. And I, there's been times where I've been in a room with somebody else and somebody wasn't always into the song and you, they might yeah. just be sitting on their phone and you could tell everyone else was. That's That kind of brings it down. I know what you it mean. It does, yeah. Yeah, I and that happens sometimes. Yeah, it's character want, building. No one wants <laughs> to be around that. No, yeah, it's right. important to be kind. Tell me... Um, with co-writing, what would you say the most important thing to do before a co-write? 
like, do you know? Are we talking about do we know who this person is, or you just get in there with him and you don't even know? Well, that's probably a good question because they're two very different scenarios. Say you're preparing for a collaboration. Maybe you've never actually written with that person before, and you're rocking up. What, what do you think is important? The most important thing to to rock up with? I just go with it. I don't know. <laughs> I like start to hear how they do what they want. Yeah. You know, that's what I, I try to help them reach their goal. If, mm. if I go in there and I want it to be all my way, it's not. It's not gonna. And you want to build relationships with people. But don't, if they have an idea that's like I want it to be like this, and if you start to see this is not going to be good for your life or your your career, like step up and say that. They're like, why don't we change this or that? You, you, there's nice ways to change things. But importantly, get some sleep the night before. Take care of yourself, like general yeah. things. Don't rock up hungover and tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I've heard horror stories of that happening and it, it's not, not respectful of someone else's time. What would you say the best advice that you've ever been given in this industry is? Just keep on going or something like that. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, there's always going to be something else. Yeah. If you could co-write with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Everybody. I, I, I mean, I like. You with me? <laughs> I like all, everybody. Everybody's good. Even it's the people that are not superstars that are really good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I've talked to some incredible songwriters that people. Well, songwriters don't aren't always necessarily famous. You know, it's like it's it's the job for the song to be famous, not the songwriter. Yeah, there are people that are. They're not. They don't have any kind of a placement or a cut. And mm. I've 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 known them for a long time. And I'll be listening to the song. I'm like, dang, this is this is good. Yeah, yeah. We They're, get some incredible, like, unsigned independent artists sending through their music to us for this for this podcast. And yeah, sometimes I go, why is this not on the radio? Like, you know, these some of the songs are incredible, and yet I've never heard them, and I don't think I know anyone that would have heard it before either. So I agree. I think there's a lot of untapped talent out there that unfortunately just doesn't get seen. Yeah, there, there mm. is. What would you say your best advice would be to someone? Say you could go back in time and talk to yourself even as a kid. Like, what would you say to yourself? I would have learned more about... And if I was going to keep doing music, like music advice, I would have learned more about uh, the music business side. Mm-hmm. Before I, you know, certain people came along, I would have learned more about that, and and then I got smart at that quickly, because I yeah. kind of, I learned right after they came. I kind of got rushed into learning, but that's how most people learn, and that's the story. And you have to bounce back quicker. And yeah, that. I think that that same story burns a lot of people out, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems to be so common these days, and yet it's still happening. If um, you ha- when, when you're like one of my good friends, if if there's a an amount of money that's in front of you, says you're gonna get this, if we get this, and you're 18 years old, and you've never had that much money in your bank account, whether it's 
$10,000 or $100,000. Most people haven't seen that in their bank account. They're going to sign a piece of paper because they don't know anything. They just want to see that money in their bank account, and they don't know what's going to happen in the future. And those people will say whatever they want to say or whatever they have to say to get you to sign a piece of paper. That's, and you're not going to, no one's going to read those things. Yeah, and I guess as a kid, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. No, but you're, you're taking people's words. It's important. Someone's told me to always have a, a lawyer that to look over your paperwork before you ever sign anything because a contract, if written by the, it'll always be in favor of the person who wrote it. The lawyers are in on half of it too. <laughs> yeah, they probably are. Yeah, it's, it's a sad part, but you're right. I think by arming yourself and gaining music business understanding of copyright and, and how your, what your rights are as an artist is really important because if you don't know, you can't protect it. You can't protect your own rights. What are you hoping for in the next, you know, sort of 12 months with your music? Right now, I'm... Working on Aaron Carter's new album. Mm-hmm. That's led to a lot of different things. I didn't even expect to do all of that. But that's what I'm doing right now, like every day. And I'm helping manage him. And yeah. that's going in, a, it's going in a positive direction. I know a lot of people didn't think that that would, but it is. And he's, he's going to do good. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's the main thing that I'm focused on right now. Sure. And how can like, people get in touch with you or follow sort of your, your musical journey and, and support what you're doing? They can email me. Just email you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put all your details in the description of the podcast. But is there anything else you would like to, to share or say while we've um, got you? I just love doing music. I mean, what else? That's that's all there is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, uh, Morgan. I really appreciate you taking some time out to share with us your journey and, and what you're doing. And I wish you all the best with Erin's album. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I look thank forward you. to hearing it. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for joining our songwriter, Trist, today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website songwritertrists.com.